Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to The Black Box. Welcome back to The Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor, and I'm sure as most of you are aware, it has been a while since uh, I dropped an episode. But there's a lot of reasons why, and I'm going to explain that to you today. But before we get started, just want to let you know, for those that will be in Charlotte, North Carolina in June, or this month, (laughs) on uh, June 17th through the 19th, I will be tabling at Heroes Con in Artist Alley. A table double A eleven fourteen. Once again, that's double A eleven fourteen at Heroes Con. I will have copies of Cash and Carry, Motherless Creatures, and special magazine editions of uh, some of my class more older books. Like I call them throwback editions, EXO um, One and the Rock Solid Steelbots, as well as Agents of Cult. Those are like old school books for me. So. Um, I got a little bit of the old, and I got some of the new. So please, uh, come on down to Heroes Con if you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area on June 17th through the 19th. Come by, get some cool books. Got some other cool stuff, too. And uh, also my homies, uh, Julian Lytle and Sean Cosley, they're doing their Long Boxes on 22's tour right now, and they will also be at Heroes Con, so come see them as well. I think they're at AA37, which is like a hop, skip, and a jump away from AA1114, where I am tabling. All right. Like I said before, it's been a while since I have dropped an episode of the Black Box. I know like a lot of people have been asking me what's been going on. You know, you doing okay and all this other stuff. I'm fine. I'm I'm absolutely okay. I'm I'm good. I'm in a good state of mind. Um, you know, I'm at peace. I'm all right, yo. I'm good. Um, I know some of y'all have heard my uh, guest appearance on uh, Wendy Freeman's Double Page Spread. Um, you can also catch that on her own feed as well as the uh, Taylor Network feed as well. Uh, I was on there, discussed some R&B, a lot of R&B, uh, diva pettiness, as well as uh, some of the books that I've been working on, like Motherless Creatures, like Cash and Carry, um, as well as the uh, football comic book that's in the works right now called Force. Um, And a bunch of other stuff, too. So it was a really good episode, so you can hear me there. The whole thing about it when it comes to this podcast is this. Originally, I was going to record six more episodes and then shut the podcast down. It's uh, no offense to anyone. I'm just kind of tired of doing it. And I don't mean that, you know, like in a, uh, you know, fuck everybody type way. It's not like that at all. It's just that, um, you know, there's always been a lot of things been going on in my life, and especially like the last four years. It's been hard to balance the act of trying to be creative, trying to get one's life together, trying to go outside, also record podcasts and edit podcasts and do all this stuff all at once. It's been a really difficult balance, and I've been kind of burned out on podcasting for a little while. Even though like when I did drop episodes, I made sure to drop the heat, because if I didn't drop the heat, what's the fucking point of doing this? You know what I'm saying? I'm just burned out on it, y'all. And that's just real talk. So... I was originally going to do six more episodes, call it quits, and I was just like, nah, I, 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 I talked myself out of doing that because I just wasn't, my heart wasn't in it. So uh, I did record an episode with Peter Rios where we talked about the comics industry, 
the comic book industry, the issues, the problems, all the stuff, all the stuff. Uh, midway through editing that episode, as well as the interview that I recorded in like December with author Mark Johnson, all those files got corrupted in the middle of editing, editing this stuff. And I think for me, that was just a sign to just stop. You know, I came to peace with it. I'm in a good place with it. The podcast has been on for like over five years, if I'm not mistaken. And so, um, you know, we've made a lot of episodes. I've made a lot of episodes. And like in the beginning when it was kind of like a network within a network thing, it was like the black box plus my homie John Carroll did Carroll Chronicles. My homie Donnie did Tales from the Attic. You know, Donnie and John for a good period of time. They're also co-hosts on the podcast. Um, I ran solo for a very long time too. The shows went through a ton of different changes you know, and it's reflective. If you listen to the first couple episodes and then listen to the episodes that drop, that drop way later, it's two different shows altogether, which was expected because, you know, as a lot of you noticed, I've talked about comic books less and less and less. And by comic books, I'm talking about like just like the Marvel, the DC, the image, the boom. You know, I've talked less about them over the years and focus more on music, focus more on independent stuff, pop, you know, other pop culture stuff, film and other things. And so, um, and also back in the day, the podcast used to be called the PKD Black Box because PKD Media was like my own label <laughs> that I had to uh, self-publish books as well as, uh, you know, form like, you know, podcasting and other entertainment uh, venues. And that changed too over the years. You know, after years of brand changes, creative changes, like you've seen that, you've witnessed or you've heard that. You've heard that through like five plus years of podcasting. And I'm in a good place with it. Good to walk away from it. Not saying that I'll never podcast again because we all know that shit ain't true. As far as my time goes for the, for the black box, it's done. Had a lot of great episodes, a lot of fun times, wonderful people on the show. And I hope that y'all have enjoyed it. I want to thank everybody at the HHWLOD Podcast Network, including uh, John and Russ and, and Ken and Jim, Brad, Frank. Uh, Dennis Pooh, like all these cats, like every every single one of y'all. Um, I want to thank, you know, the HHWLOD Podcast Network for hosting the show. And also, if you notice, this was the only podcast at the time on the HH, HHWLOD Podcast Network uh, where profanity was allowed. Because, like, that's one of the reasons why my show was never on the main HHWLOD podcast feed. And I was okay with that. I was I was okay with that. And John was cool with it. I was cool with it. And, you know, I didn't have to compromise my voice. And they gave me a place to host this podcast. And I'm, and I'm you know, I will be more, and I am ever more so appreciative of that. And I'm thankful. Special thanks uh, to HHWLOD. And special shouts out to John. Because um, <laughs> after... Uh, I did like years ago, I, the podcast was on a minor hiatus and John was like, hey, man, why don't you come over here? And I appreciate HHWLOD giving me a home. It, it really uh, meant a lot to me. But um, but yeah, but yeah, like I said, I'm in a good place. I just don't want to do this podcast anymore. The episodes will stay up for a really, really good period of time. I'll be talking with uh, the HHWLOD peeps real soon about that. So the episodes aren't going to go away anytime soon. But I hope in the five plus years that the black box has been on the air that you can tell that there was not only a creative growth, but a personal growth from me as you listen to these episodes. 
And, you know, a lot of things in my life over the years changed. A lot of my feelings about the business of comics, the business of entertainment has changed over the years, too. And I hope that is reflective in the episodes that you listen to from back then to today. Um, my, ref- you know, my reflections on music, my tastes, all that stuff cha- has changed from episode one to today. And I hope that you hear that growth. And, you know, not everything I say was right, but a lot of it was. (laughs) But no, um, I just hope that you're able to still enjoy the episodes while they will while they remain on HHWLOD. And, you know, and if I ever decide the podcast again, maybe I'll do my own thing again. You know, who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know what the future holds as far as me and podcasting goes. I'm sure I'll, I'll guest appear on somebody else's show because for me, that's a hell of a lot easier. There's no editing for me to do. I just grab my microphone, you know, spit that reel, and I bounce. But um, as far as podcasting now, the black box is officially done. But just because it's officially done doesn't mean that, like, this episode is going to end right now. You know, I got to talk about some music before I go. So let me give you all a couple of songs that that you know that y'all should listen to i'll be right back first song i want to play for y'all is a joint from 1985 um it's from the alexander o'neill self-titled debut album uh, Alexander O'Neill was a cat from about 85 to 93, was pretty good force in R&B music in both the United States and especially in the UK. Alexander O'Neill from, nine, from 85 to 93 was part of the Taboo label, T-A-B-U, um, which was, if I'm not mistaken, re- um, distributed by Epic, Re- Epic Records. Epic Records was also the label um, that also distributed Michael Jackson's work, as well as a few other artists, too. But Taboo Records were known for Alexander O'Neill, SOS Band, uh, Sherelle, and like those I think were their three biggest acts. They had a couple other acts too, but those are the three that I remember most. Also, it is the place where you'll hear a lot of Jam, T- Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis productions, like in their early, early phases, before they became Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Um, they became Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis during their time at Taboo, at Taboo Records producing tracks for, once again, Alexander O'Neill, the SOS Band, and Sherelle. Alexander O'Neill fits the motif of what my homie Julian calls the banker suit R&B era, which is from the mid-80s to about early, late 90s, and that consists of cats like Luther Vandross, Alexander O'Neill, Freddie Jackson, Peebo Bryson. Oh, man, there's so many. There's so freaking many. I I could probably do a whole podcast or series on Baker Suit R&B. Heck, even Babyface had a Baker Suit uh, for a good period of time, too. Hell, like, go back and look at the Ralph Tresvant solo album, his first solo LP. He had the nice Baker Suit on, on the front cover. So there were tons. There were multitudes of talented R&B solo acts during this period of time. Alexander O'Neill definitely had a definitive voice. I tell people if you listen to Alexander O'Neill's music, if you ever want to, listen to his self-titled album called Alexander O'Neill. Listen to 
the follow-up album Hearsay. The interludes are part of the album. You just got to, you know, get used to it. Then you can take a listen to All True Man, which was the last album that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis actually had a hand in producing. And then his final album with Taboo Records called Love Makes No Sense, which is okay. It's got a couple of good tracks on there. Aphrodisia is really cool. Kind of sounds like a, like a low-key Marvin Gaye song. Um, Love Makes No Sense is a little bit long in the tooth, but there's a couple of tracks in there. But like his first two albums are bona fide classics featuring the production of production of Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and Monty Noor as well. One of my favorite songs from his debut album is a slow jam called If You Were Here Tonight. For me, it's his best song. Um, I know people will probably debate and say, no, 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 you know, there's other songs of his that are better than this one. But no, I just think that the music is beautiful. The lyrics are nice. It's just a pretty song. Never watch the music video, though. The music video is so corny. So, so corny. Let me quit yapping. Here's Alexander O'Neill's If You Were Here Tonight.
The next joint that I want to play for y'all also comes from the late 80s. It really means a lot to me for, you know, for a number of reasons. But it's a new edition joint off the album Any Heartbreak. Um, Any Heartbreak was the first album to also have the addition of member uh, Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill joined the group for Any Heartbreak. Um, Bobby Brown had been away from New Edition, New Edition for years, and New Edition became a quartet. Um, they added Johnny Gill, um, and Johnny, you know, helped make them a stronger group for sure, because um, he sounded like a grown ass man even in his early twenties. For all the things that we do, for all the things that I do as, as as a creative individual, as just like a regular dude, um, somebody that's just trying to live, um, you know, we go through all types of pain, we go through all types of adversity, we go through all types of strife, and sometimes life gets really, really tough. And um, even for, you know, like I said, creative standpoint, a personal standpoint, all that stuff, times are really tough. And this was a song that uh, I would play <laughs> if I was just having a bad day. Um, but it's one of my favorite new edition songs of all time. Can You Stand the Rain? Also produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis.
the last song I want to talk to y'all about on the Black Box is a joint by Tribe Called Quest. It's from their final album, The Love Movement. And as some of y'all know, if you watch the Tribe Called Quest documentary, during the recording of The Love Movement, uh, the final album from Tribe, there was a lot of dysfunction between the group and um, also with the problems that they were having with Jive Records. Um, they This is where they decided that this would be the end. More so tip than Fife. But um, especially if you like I said, watch the documentary directed by Michael Rappaport. Compared to the previous album, Beats, Rhymes, and Life, the Love Movement, which was released in 98, was very more upbeat, um, a little bit more carefree, opposed to Beats, Rhymes, and Life, which is like real somber if you listen to it. Especially like a lot, a lot of the tracks are very, very somber, especially with tracks like Stressed Out and whatnot. But the Love Movement, and it's upbeat, it's just it's spacious. It's just got a great sound. Q-Tip coming in and doing a lot of production on it. Uh, quoted as the the Uma, listed as the Uma on uh, on the album as far as like who produced it and whatnot. But Find A Way is a song about relationships. And who better to talk about relationships than Q-Tip and Fife in their own special ways. And the beat is banging. When it dropped in 98, I kept this in my car all the time, especially when I was driving back and forth during uh, during my collegiate days. And I would just let this track bang. And I just love it. Uh, so much so, like, one of the first, like, vinyl records I bought when I was trying to spin vinyl like a DJ. Yes, yes, I was trying to do the DJ thing, too. Um, back in the day, one of the first vinyls I bought for me was the single for Find A Way. Because um, it had, like, instrumentals, acapella tracks, remixes, and the whole nine. And so, uh, Tribe Called Quest, Find A Way. Now you caught my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek, move then you confuse things. Should I just sit out or come harder? Help me find my way. Messing me up my whole head, teasing me just like Tika did Martin. Now look at what you starting. Schoolboy crushing it ain't on the hush, the whole world see it, but you can't. Uh. My people's they complain, sitting raving rant. Come on. Your name is out my mouth like an ancient chant. Got me like a dog as a pause and pant. <gasps> Speaking of which, got a leash and a wish just to rock you, miss. Make a militant move, beat my strategy. What? End of the day, you're not mad at me. Uh. Not dealing with nobody, now that's what you told me. What? I said, hey, yo, it's cool, we could just be friendly. Cause yo, picture me messing it up. Her mind not corrupt with the LC cups. Huh? Shit. I'm on my J.O. Bullshit and hoping that the day goes slow. Wow. Got me like a friend, what confuses me though? It's kisses when we breathe, tell me what's the deal, yo. Now you caught my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek, move then you confuse things. Should I just sit out or come harder? Help me find my way. Now you caught my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek, move then you confuse things. Should I just sit out or come harder? Help me find my way. Now why you wanna go and do that love, huh? Making things for me towards you harder Killing me just when I think we there You douse the whole vibe and the close in the air Telling me about next man But next man ain't the nigga with the plans Who got your heart in mind? It's 
about time that you just unwind Come on. And let it just happen, make it front free uh. Just sweat me like money panty uh. Digging you, getting inside of your steel what? It's the quest cat keeping you company Hi. Forever or however you want it Word, word Now wait a minute, my, before you dead it to the curb yeah. Try to make your precious, which is good, not the herd But it, it, it ain't me, and I, I ain't blurred I'ma still just chill with you Maybe things could change if you change your view Come on. If not, then I guess it is cool yeah. Just keep to yourself in the vibe by the rules Check it out now 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 Work it out now Check it out now It's like that now Check it out now It's like that now Check it out What you say what what now you caught my heart for the evening Kiss my cheek, moving, you confusing Should I just sit out or come harder? Tell me find my way Now sing it, sing it Now you caught my heart for the evening Kiss my cheek, moving, you confusing Should I just sit out or come harder? Tell me find my way Now talk it out, talk it Now you caught my heart for the evening Kiss my cheek, moving, you confusing Should I just sit out or come harder? Tell me find my way Now talk it out now you cut my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek, move it. You confuse things. Should I just sit out or come harder? Rest in peace to Fife Dog. Also, rest in peace to Prince. Also, rest in peace to Natalie Cole. Rest in peace to Muhammad Ali. Oh, God damn it. We've lost so much of the 20th century this year. And I know there's tons of other people that have passed away too, but man, I'm just. Sometimes you get tired of talking about death. But um, Tribe Called Quest, find a way. All right. That concludes um, this episode, the final episode of The Black Box. I want to thank everyone for listening to The Black Box over the years. I want to thank all the listeners. I want to thank all the guests. I want to thank HHWLOD Podcast Network. I want to thank Daryl Taylor and the Taylor Network. I also want to give special thanks and shout outs to uh, Comic Geek Speak. Years ago, if it wasn't for them, in all sincerity, a majority a majority of us probably wouldn't be as creative as we are right now. Um, and that's the honest to God truth. Um, also, shouts out to Team Tundra, a.k.a. Julian Lytle, Tribe One, Taylor Pithers, and Jason Wood. Uh, much love and respect to y'all. Uh, the Team Tundra episodes are, are among some of my favorites of all time. Um, go back and listen to them. I can't. Um, you know, I, I can't I can't say enough about the Team Tundra episodes. I think for me that was the defining point in where the show was really going was was really changing and curving into something else, and I was absolutely fine with that. Um, but um, like I said before, this is the end of the black box, but this isn't the end of me. <laughs> this isn't the end of me. Like I said, podcasting. I'm sure I'll show up on other people's joints. And I may come back one day with my own podcast and maybe a few months from now, maybe next year, maybe whenever. Who knows? But for now, I got things I got to handle. and I got things that I got to do and I got things that I want to be. So I want to handle that right now. Um, but like I said before, I'm at a good place with all this. I'm at peace with all this. And I'm thankful that I've been able to record episodes, even you know, record episodes over like five, six years, even though like the last two or three years was mad and frequent. But I'm still proud of what um, the podcast accomplished and what the podcast was able to do. And like I said before, hopefully, hopefully you heard 
the growth in <laughs> where it started to you know to where it is now but um y'all take care and um i see y'all around and like i said before if you are in the charlotte north carolina area june 17th through the 19th come see me heroes con table double a 1114 in artist alley once again double a 1114 in artist alley oh yeah and also shout outs to joey alicio um he would comment on those movie episodes with julian and they would clean they would just like clean and wreck shop um you know because like you know joey was also a big influence on me podcasting so uh shout out and props to him um and also props to matt burden I'm out in the UK doing his own thing out there too. Um, But uh, but no, love y'all. And I thank y'all for being here. And thank you for listening. Peace.